on their way in and out of my lungs, but my eyes didn't cry. The voices of the angels blew in through a vent above my head and echoed in the room around me. I took my hat off to wipe at the dirt and blood high on my forehead. I didn't put it back on. I let it drop to the floor and stay there. I ran my hands over the fine stubble on my mostly bald head. The baldness I was always trying to hide. The baldness that told the world, this kid's got cancer. It shouted it. I hated that baldness. The crumpled postcard was still on the inside pocket of my jacket. The kid hadn't thought to search there when he was looking through my pockets. I pulled it out with shaky fingers. It showed a mountain, huge and snow-covered against blue sky. Printed in curly purple along the bottom were the words, Mount Rainier. I swallowed. That wild mountain, the very top of it, was what I was traveling toward. I'd always known it was crazy. A sick kid running away to climb one of the biggest mountains in North America. Alone. Yeah. It had always seemed crazy. But there in that bathroom, bloody and bruised, it didn't just seem crazy. It seemed stupid and impossible. Hopeless. I blinked my burning eyes and stuffed the postcard back in my pocket. I got all the blood off my face, even the new blood that came when I wiped the dried blood away. I wiped until my face was clean and the sink was dotted with little droplets of red and the garbage can was almost full of paper towels. I looked better, but not that much. And all the while, I thought about the money that wasn't in my pocket. And the food that wasn't in my belly. And the hurt that was all over me. And the mountain I was supposed to climb. I didn't cry. But I may as well have. I looked at myself in the mirror, standing there, not crying, with my hat on the ground. I looked small and weak. I looked alone. I hated myself. The camera hung waiting around my neck. I held it low in front of my chest and took a picture of my ugly reflection in the mirror. I didn't smile. My skin looked even paler than usual under the flickering fluorescent lights. Come on, Bo, I said. It's time to... I couldn't finish the sentence. I picked up my hat and slipped it back on my head. Bo's claws skittered on the tile floor as he turned with me toward the door. I knew what I had to do. I blew out a tired breath and opened the door and almost ran right into a singing lady walking toward the alley with a garbage bag in her hand. She was tall, with her hair pulled up under a hairnet. We both stopped. Her voice cut off in mid-song. Her eyes and mouth got big. She shouted something in Spanish. It didn't sound mean or angry or scared, just alarmed. She shouted it again, even louder. The other angels stopped their singing. Then they were there in the crowded little hallway with us. Their surprised eyes took me in, up and down, and then bow. I could have run. I should have run, probably, but I was frozen. By my hunger and my hurting. By my loneliness. By the sound their voices had made while they were singing. 
by the friendly, round shapes of their faces, even when they were surprised by a crazy kid and his dog in their kitchen, by their warm brown eyes that reminded me of Jess. They whispered to each other in words I couldn't understand. Then the tall one reached forward, slow and easy, and touched the bruise on my cheek.